listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot. Tonight's musical guest, two of Chicago's finest MCs, give it up for Common and Kanye West. It's common sense. Kanye West on the Dave Chappelle show. Everybody gotta eat, right, y'all? It's the food, baby. Uh-huh. I walked in the crib, got two kids, and my baby mama late. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. So I had to did what I had to did, cause I had to get all night, getting my money right instead of blowing white. Now the money coming slow, but at least I get no slow motion better than. Brothers from the city of where like juice and gin in the city we bled a monster hustle titties and skin fifties and rams y'all know the three wells and trucks is detail heartless females that want to ride in them felt the south side venom and raw highs and venom put minds collide with them a system that tries victims we living in my man in the fast lane pivoted on the block out is selling like eminem on the block Jump off like criminal on the block. It's hot, you can feel it. It gets skinning in. Shorties get the game with no instructions to assemble it. Eyes right, it seem like the fight is imminent. Call my man cousin like I'm kidding him. He trying to stay straight. The streets is spinning. I walked in the crib, got two kids and my baby mama late. Uh oh, uh oh. So I had to did what I had to did, cause I had to kids. Blacks and rims, weather on ball courts, the tires of all sorts. We never fall short with us, it's all force like air ones. Some waves, some air guns. The days of the fair one is over, folk. Cast is coated and full below, but self I go toe to toe. Wondering if it's for the honor for the dough. Though I know to grow up, and gotta learn to let go. Though I know the dough, I gotta bring back to the ghetto. Arrows on tarot cards pointing to the grind. No living in more prisons, pointing to my mind, shining like. I sipped the Dom P watching Gandhi and explain tell uh I, I sipped the Dom P watching Gandhi till I'm charged and write uh, my book arrives all the words past the margin to hold the Michael Throbbing mechanical movements understandable smooth shit that murderers move with the thief's theme play me at night they won't act right the fiend of hip hop has got me stuck like a crack pipe hey welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast your host Rod and Karen that's right that's right we're back in the house Saturday morning feedback time yep. everybody ready I am President's Day weekend hey and i'm off to wednesday hey black black uh black people really let me down by the way just want to let y'all know <laughs> I, I asked black people for one thing one time in my life and they let me down where are my flyers that i photoshopped of the presidents lincoln and washington like making it rain on bitches and stuff like that and pouring my wet and all this shit y'all if it was martin luther king and malcolm x y'all would have done it what ain't no president's day uh parties this weekend i guess not i thought it was let down black twitter you let me down man real sad i would have made that my avatar um but yeah it's the feedback show for the blackout test which means um it's all about you you guys that are the fans yes, that wrote us that took the time out to email us that really wanted your opinion to be heard you know the people that 
like uh j-rod that call in you know 17 times a week three minutes a piece <laughs> uh so we can hear it's raining men and people in the chat room all roll their eyes and go really nigga really you thought this was good but uh even for him this is uh the show for him you yes, know it is um of course uh you can find the show the blackouttips.com and all the contact information is in the about section uh follow us on twitter well all that stuff is there it's all in the show notes you should know by now you can donate to the show it's really easy to do and it's really awesome it helps the show out the official weapon of the show is uh taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball bullet ball extreme yes sir all right man let's talk about the people that gave us some money because those are my favorite people on earth you know uh, the rest of y'all cool that's y'all cool. Y'all all right. Y'all, y'all okay. But it's these people with this money, though. You know, you understand. You know, uh, money over, money over bitches all day. Mob. <laughs> uh, Jay Brown, she hooked us up. You know, the official. And now, listen. This this title is long as hell, and she emailed me to make sure I got it right. And even she left the part out because the first time she wrote, she said black, but uh, she wants to be referred to as. And since so she did put in on this, I want to make this happen. Uh, the official black snowboarder, marathon runner, crossfitter of the show. Well, you go head on. At least you physically fit, honey. Mm-hmm. She gotta be. All the exercising. She gotta be our, uh, our most, uh, physically fit member of the show at this point. I don't know if anybody else is, uh, running marathon, snowboarding, and crossfit and all that stuff, man. But, uh. Um, Breaking all the stereotypes. Yeah, I always see her on, uh, Facebook accomplishing some new goals. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Jay. We appreciate the donation. And, uh, I will remember to say that I, I will probably fuck up the order of those things or, which of those things you are doing? I, I feel like I want to just call you them the impossible white man of the show because <laughs> yes, those are the kind of things impossible white men do in movies. Yes. In fact, we seen a great impossible white man movie last night. One of the best I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. It was laughably uh, impossible. Yes, um, it was. Herb hit us with the donation. We appreciate it, Herb. Herb S. Uh, he has not complained about me calling him Herb, so I'm going to assume that we are good. We cool with that. Yep. Um, Profess Linda Charlemagne Harris. Yep, that's her name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> she wrote the show. She said uh, she donated some money, and then she said, wishing a happy Valentine's Day to her favorite podcast couple, Rod and Karen. So Thanks. all your other podcasting couples, eat your heart out, number one. Number two, we don't even celebrate Valentine's Day, but she does. So she hooked us up, and we appreciate that. And thank you. Thank you very much, sweetie. And for Valentine's Day, it was hilarious. We actually ordered some Chinese uh, to go, and the Chinese lady looked at us like something was wrong with us for buying her Chinese food. She was like, why why y'all in here ordering my food to go? I was Mm -hmm. like, "Um, everything crowded. We can go tomorrow. And this is for your money. You welcome, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, she really looked at us like, um... Now, the other 365 days, I'll take your money today. I don't know about that. She said, Mara, why you not eat here? Why you eat? Why you not go out? Oh, she was hot, too. And I was like, uh, because, I, I, you know, I'm, uh, we didn't want to go out. Why you not go out? It's Valentine's. And I was like, because I don't believe in the patriarchal society telling me when I can and cannot take my woman out to eat to show her appreciation. Well, it don't matter. Our other Valentine, Nick, did you? We'll be going out with her later on tonight. Hey, boo. <laughs> Tamika uh, call, uh, gave us a recurring donation. Thank you, Tamika H. We appreciate it very much. Um, Jay Rich, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite contestants in the dunk contest with a recurring donation. Uh, we appreciate it, man. And uh, 
you know i think it was an underrated it was an underrated contest jay rich and uh we, you know that was nice of you dude um so uh that email was either in there twice or he sent into oh no <laughs> apparently my um apparently my internet is failing me right now Uh-oh. okay cool damien jackson Ooh, i am for real recurring donation thank you very much uh mr jackson uh if you're nasty uh the reverend dr michael breedlove uh from the quiet storm hour Breed of love power hour. yeah <laughs> Monday through Thursday nights from 10 to midnight. Be there or be square. Yes. Um, So I also, speaking of Nick the Jew, Mm -hmm. Nick the Jew. Thank you, sweetie. She donated with the recurring donation. Christopher D. Recurring donation. We appreciate it, Chris. We'll see you in March. We will. Thank you very much. And uh, that was it for uh, everybody that, that donated. Uh, thank you very much, man. It seriously means a lot to us. We bought, actually bought a webcam yesterday because, um, we're trying to see if we can, like, have a camera on the third person here and so we can yeah, keep we, everybody on camera. We was testing out the one with Justin, but Justin looked like he was from, like, a 1980s video flick with the camera not working too well because yeah. every time he moved, he unfocused. <laughs> right. Every time Justin moves, like, the camera just, like, disappeared for a minute and came back. <laughs> yes. So, that camera's like, oh, you moving too fast. Oh, 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 oh. Wait a minute. Oh, there y'all. Yeah. So not moving. <laughs> because of y'all we're able to get the good web get webcam, you know. It's like people donate and then you just look at the webcams, you go, you know what? If I was buying for myself, I get this cheap ass piece of shit because I need to save my money. But since the podcast is like, you know what, ten eighty P, let's do this. Hell yeah. <laughs> everybody need to be in H D. Right. We everybody in H D. Everybody get H D cams. Yes. Because <laughs> we do it for y'all. People watching Spreecast don't want to see us in black and white. Right, exactly. So yeah, thank you very much, man. It all goes to somewhere. Um all right, man. We had a five star review on iTunes. Very uh very easy to do. You go to iTunes, leave us look search for the black guy who tips, the podcast will come up. You'll know it's us because there's three hundred and sixty six ratings. Mm-hmm. And uh three hundred and fifty six of those count because they're five stars. And of those three fifty six, two hundred and ninety five of them uh we actually got reviews from. So people actually wrote us reviews and uh we thank everybody that does that, man. It's gonna be yes. really cool when we get to three hundred and shit, man. Like that's that's crazy. So many shows don't have that many reviews and all that stuff. But uh, you guys really uh, put in on this. We got one review this week. It's five stars, and the title is 1994 by Ace94. And uh, it's very simple. It says, great podcast, period. Thank you. That's all. There you, you go. Know, Thank you, know, you. I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't have nothing to say. I ain't got nothing to be creative. You don't got to be creative. Great podcast. That's all we need to know. Yeah. The five stars was enough creativity for me. I know it so. I like praise. I don't get off on getting dogged. Me either. Um, all right, man. We also had comments on the show. Uh, we had the, uh, the polls and we had, uh, you know, voicemails, emails. What you want to do first, Karen? Let's do them polls. All right. So you go to blackoutest.com. There's a poll after every episode. You can vote in it very simply by clicking, you know, yes, no, whatever the question is. And then you just, uh, if you want to, you can leave a comment. And uh, a couple people do that, you know. The last, uh, the first episode from last week was 420. I've got enough cards. 
I've got enough cards. And uh it was a feedback episode. Uh, we had one comment on the actual show. Um, and it's from Daz. He says, My MacBook Pro literally has hundreds of episodes of the black guy who tips, and I just want to show love. Hearing you guys grow is awesome to behold, upward and onward. Voting for a funniest moment was hard as fuck. And fuck that nigga that was talking about Rod's voice when you know this nigga is fully aware he sound like Ray J. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right man because i saw him and i fucked that nigga <laughs> um but yeah i i don't know dog why because you rolling with your boys yeah and, you want you know, y'all because y'all back to back he want to come against the blackout tips in the money team <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got seven cameras i grew up with that webcam i know right me and that webcam grew up together i play webcam on that webcam over there every day uh but yeah man um you know that that was unfortunate but you know everybody's not gonna like the uh you know gonna like the show and uh we put a show out there and we accept that man uh for people that don't know what he's talking about is this episode of uh player hater show where i guess a fan a former fan um it seemed like a nice guy too uh uh said he couldn't listen to the show anymore my voice was annoying and all this stuff and uh hey i understand that we uh, some people can't listen to Q-Tip for a trial call quest because his voice is too, you know, too high. And, uh, there's nothing you can do about that. And, uh, if, you know, I don't want to be an annoyance. I don't want to be a bother. So, uh, if, if there's plenty of other podcasts to listen to, and I'm glad he found other ones to listen to, honestly. Uh, all right, Miss Crisable, we had, oh yeah, the poll was, should consoles, you know, that's, uh, video game consoles, Fight the used game market because, you know, a lot of them are talking about making it where you can't play used games on their consoles anymore. So if like if you buy a game from GameStop and it's used, you didn't buy it originally in a new package, you will not be able to put that disc into your video game uh, player, your console and play it. And uh, people had strong opinions. Uh, a lot of people said no, they should not fight the used game market. And I, to 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 be honest, uh, we didn't talk about, it, but I can find an argument for that honestly, because even if it's a used game as a console, not a developer or a publisher of video games, as a console maker, what the fuck do you care if it's used? You still get the someone has to buy your system to play it i so. know it's sold so you get money regardless yeah but maybe pressure was put on them by some of the game companies i bet you would we had some comments oh wait and uh the ant no one 69 so 70 percent said no they should not fight the market and 30 percent yet said yes they should um miss christopher says uh rodrin where is the i don't care option huh <laughs> why you gotta do this to me miss crystal y'all is too grown to be playing video games in the first place then you know that Newtown guy had just played an 11 hour session of madden's mass effect duty 25 <laughs> <laughs> i think she uh pressed a few video games together before killing all those babies and teachers huh the president aka p-i-l-f pilf is right and he had a son he if he if he had a son, he wouldn't let him play video games based on football because it's too dangerous. The only r- games real grown people play are Sudoku and the award-winning Alzheimer-reducing New York Times crossword puzzle. 
of course you know i'm just joking right of course so in the words of elon james white aka e-dub aka c loco aka elon say because he makes the power go out aka the black charlie brown stop typing (laughs) he does make his power go out (laughs) yeah i had some caffeine and been uh the blackout test comment deficient so expect like 2.3 uh comments more comments hugs and kisses miss crystal uh i mean hugs and kisses miss crystal uh but yeah i'm glad to see you back and yeah uh, that was some good trolling because i thought i was gonna have to cut you out j projects (laughs) says sure yes would be the smart business answer for like independence and shit if i can see one valid article saying sony microsoft and nintendo are in danger of being in the red because of the used game market then i'll admit i'm wrong here but things they've already implemented the online codes for each individual game copy should be enough uh when it gets to the point where the big three start losing money and not just missing out on it then i'll change my tune uh but dot 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 so i guess he just said they're not losing money so he don't give a fuck yeah because people gonna buy the console it's like you can't play the fucking game without your consoles yeah it's just weird because i don't think people understand the nature of business a business is not really about hey we got enough money Mm, it's we want to make more money <laughs> you don't become microsoft by being like eh, that's about enough <laughs> that's just not how it works nope. like they're going yeah. to try to get money out of the secondhand game market somehow true 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 and, and 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 my thing is like if we can make money on both sides why not uh charles s says the main reason i say no is because i'll get caught in the crossfire but obviously we all know the smart business answer so yeah, that's why I think also a lot of people said no because they're selfish and they're just thinking about themselves. Uh, don't forget the tippies are still going on. I'm not reading the comments in those polls specifically because there's so many of them. But uh, you can still vote for the tippies, guys. Yes, you can. Um, so go go vote for your favorite moments from the show, man. We appreciate people that did that. Um, we also had another poll in episode 421. The romantic dates have expired. That's right. We talked about romance, y'all. And how just giving away all that time and affection on the internet for free might have caused the the uh, what's, extinction of the first date. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poll was, is social media killing old school romantic dating? Yes or no? Yes. 75%. Now, I was surprised because this poll started out the other way. The opposite direction yeah like when i checked this like after we posted this show a lot of people were saying no people are still going on dates and people still want to date you know and all that stuff so it's not really killing uh the old school dating but but i guess throughout the week people thought about people it started listening they was like you know what fuck it i ain't been on a date and i don't know how long and i'm tired of these fucking e-dates i want a real date yeah so of course that means 25 percent of people said no so hopefully those 25 are still actively going on dates and, and things of that nature. Yes, sir. Um, we had a couple comments on the poll. Matoya said, I wouldn't say social media is killing romantic dating. I think it's just augments social interaction and provides another avenue for one to initiate romantic dates and or fucking. I'm also thinking that dudes probably won't say much about a date anyway, unless they, unless they got some. You'll hear more about the happy ending than the road to it. Well, here's the thing, um, and why I don't think that. Um, because so people share so much on social media. I yes, feel like if people do. went out on a date, they talk about it all the time. 
you know because people don't really keep shit to themselves anymore so it'd be like oh yeah i went out with her it was nice you know yeah it's almost odd to keep stuff to yourself and and i'm the type of person depending on what it is i'm and and what we talking about discussing there are some things that i'm like you know what ain't, ain't none of your business yeah but you know there's a lot i think a lot of people are just i think a lot of people also are not going on dates that they would have gone on to get to know somebody now that's true i agree you know what i mean like before it would have been like i that i'm a little bit interested in her i don't have a way of getting to know much about her i want to take her out and get to know her and now it's like we'll just follow her on facebook you got pictures of her with her family pictures of her in bathing suits pictures of her at the beach pictures of her and at somebody's wedding you got uh pictures of her at church you got uh 17 comments about jesus throughout the week like you you kind of get to know people without really having to do much so you know it's 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 like you really have to count it in the dates not taken not the not the just the activity of going on a date but the amount of dates that were killed you know it's like i don't you know what happened it was like yeah, I, I already so. know everything about you. Are we I'm fucking good. or what? Yeah, because if we ain't, I got to go. Cause, cause, cause your Abby and everything you be DMing me about says you, you about that fucking. Uh, Jay Project says yes. Social media is making many things unnecessary. Traditional dating, blind dates, though. If you're getting catfish, it's essentially the new blind date. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Yeah. Plus, some of these like, uh, like okay, Cupid, those type and of they, sites. I, I have a question. Not to get talk. Why do they charge for that shit? For what? Okay, keep it like some of that stuff. They actually charge per month for that for a lot of those profiles and have got sued because people like, I'm investing out his money, and y'all ain't giving me nobody compatible to me. Well, why wouldn't they charge for it? I mean, they're doing all the screening. They're pointing you in the right direction, and then oh, uh, true, true. not to mention they're hosting the shit. They're putting their pictures up. Uh, okay, so basically got a database full of people that you could just basically go in and hunt on your own. Yeah, they're matching you up with certain criteria that you have and. Uh, getting people to put their information in, uh, not to mention, um, uh, I, I would charge it, uh, in that situation because, uh, I'm keeping it from being a blind date, you know, basically. That's true. That's I'm giving true. you the, I'm, I'm, I'm hosting the, the meeting spot. Yeah. And I think, uh, what a lot of people had a problem with it, it's almost like that, what you said, that freebie where they give you some parts free, but the other parts they have to pay for. And I think that's what makes people mad, but that's just to get you in there. Yeah, if you want to be free, then go to Facebook and try your chances. That's Obviously, true. you've done that, and now you're coming to me. So, yeah, that's how I feel. Okay, now that makes sense. I've always wondered why they charge for that. Um, Let's see, mass school reunions, etc. And, Karen, I get that you're being apprehensive of this change in social norms. I don't agree with it or co-sign it, but I get it. It's in the same likeness of people refusing to give up paper books or old school light bulbs, even though investing in a Kindle or a similar e-reader is a better investment and both are much more environmentally friendly. And, and you know what? I, I, to an extent, I, I understand it. I think it's an old school thing. I like books. Like I like real physical, flip the paper, highlight books um if it's something i'm gonna like really put my face in and read for an extensive period of time i like the kindles you know i i, I really do i like you know we we uh get a walking dead uh through the um through the uh through roger sends me email things like that so i understand and i also i think it's a generational thing um and also for your eyes because i realize your because i sit at a computer all day your eyes really focus completely different on a physical book than they do on a kindle and all that shit 
all right i don't know how we got off on that tangent but uh, oh because they was talking about books he was making an analogy though he was oh, saying okay. that the new dating is uh different now i would say his analogy doesn't stand uh because in the chase in the cases that he made that technology is actually you know progressing uh and, and and enhancing something that was there we're saying if traditional dating was your shit this yeah. is not actually enhancement of that no, really you know it's actually taking away i think you can what? make an argument that it's actually detracting from it yes, like uh as opposed to you know adding what? to it yeah i don't know yeah, that it, it necessarily is the same experience like i'm not sure you get like i think you can kind of get the same experience from reading a kindle or having a book because it's the same information being passed on. Yeah, there are pluses and minuses to both, though. And yes. I think social media is completely different from um, from a date. Yes, I think it it's completely different. Like, people are putting shit out there willy-nilly. It's almost like a date on speed or some shit. Because you're going to find out how many times she jacked off that night, you know? Um, so well, I, You may have seen her jack off that night. Right. So it's not even really a date anymore. It's like, it would be like if instead of a Kindle, it was just like... Or you can download the book into your brain. It's like that. To me, that's <laughs> whether you want it or not. Like, but anyway, um, but I see what he's saying. Though. It's te- de- definitely technology has changed a lot of shit. Luckily, you don't have to deal with the new dating scene, Karen. That is unless you get tired of Rodert. No typo. Rodert. <laughs> but I, I don't even get that joke. Uh, but I don't see that happening. Y'all compliment each other very well. Even perfect from what I see, Saha, the relationship you and Ryan have is downright inspirational and it's one I strive for. To find someone who gets me the way you get Rod would be amazing. That uh, That's also a search that would be awfully expensive and grow quite tiresome if I had to go the traditional route. Ah, that is a good point. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I, Saving I people a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, because see, it, see, it's different. Me and Roger met each other, and we were both broke. Didn't nobody have no money, so completely different. Well, even if you have money now, uh, it, it you save money by doing social media, honestly. Yeah, you do. It's the smart move. You do not spend as much money just following someone on Twitter and seeing what they're about. Yeah, rather than paying for you know date, every yeah. first date you're paying for a date and then you know uh a lot of people you know when it comes to traditional a lot of especially women don't want to hear dutch they don't want to hear going half and half but mm. i completely understand the half and half thing i can get to meet you but i pay for my meal and you pay for your meal but we still get to know each other but a lot of women go up in arms about that because like you say when you call quote unquote traditional dating is the man pays for my meal yeah um so it says uh boosh I'm out. Drops the mic. P.S. Yeah. You like how I came full circle and tied that all together. Don't front. P.P.S. Plus, I have the opportunity to interact with people that normally wouldn't give me the time of day like my beautiful queen, Miss Tatiana G. King. Smiley face. (laughs) This dude. This dude is stalking Tatiana so hard. Like, I went on Twitter because he used a hashtag to say something to her. So, Mm -hmm. we see everything that people use the hashtag on. So, it's like, okay, what is this? And it's like him adding Tatiana G. King, telling her not to listen to the show or something. I was like, why would she not want to listen to the show? We've never said anything bad about her. We've nope. never had anyone write in anything bad about her. There's really no reason she shouldn't listen to an episode. So it's like maybe he was trying to imply that something was fucked up with the show mm-hmm. about her. 
um so i basically came in was like hey nothing happened on the show what are you talking about and uh i clicked on this timeline and it's all tweets to tatiana like he is just stalking the shit out of her i hope she's okay um i I keep checking on her every couple of days make sure she's alive got you know all the parts (laughs) she's alive (laughs) you know because you know this this seemed like a little stalky man like she fuck around and have a bag of her hair at at his house or something you know like you gotta be careful you never know Put those hairs on a melon, put it in the microwave. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the, we had another episode, 422, pre-Valentine's Day sale, pre-Valentine's Day sale. And, uh, we had a poll for the episode and it was, do you celebrate Valentine's Day? Pretty simple poll, pretty simple poll. Um, and, uh, the results were, no, 56% of people don't celebrate Valentine's Day. That's kind of a lot, right? And I think that's just our audience because according to everybody else, the average person spent $150 on Valentine's Day. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Per person. Yeah. Shit. That's actually a grip, man. Well, mm-hmm. good for you guys. Um, I mean, but this just might be our audience, but like if we was to actually ask like a random poll, this shit would be 70% to uh, the other way. Well, my goal is to get the number up to, uh, I mean, down. I don't want the nose to be this high next year. And I take responsibility for this. Uh, we're definitely going to be promoting February 12th next year. Of course. And we're going to get you guys uh, some dates because that's pathetic. Okay? You guys need to be celebrating this shit. Karen and I are married and happy and we don't believe in it. But there's no reason all these single people should be sitting at home alone. They was watching Scandal with you while drinking wine. What you talking about, son? Right. But they wouldn't have been if I would have been putting out the word on February 12th. <laughs> <laughs> soon the scandal was over everybody went back to tweeting while they was alone and sad i was like see oh should have been on a date um so no was 56 percent um yes was 22 percent. they celebrate valentine's day and then i thought this is interesting i said uh i would if i had a date 22 percent. so it's closer than you think yeah like to me if you would celebrate it if you had a date then that means you're you're in the the yes you celebrate valentine's day so i'll yeah, say it's so. about 44 to 56 percent yeah you know 44 percent of people do celebrate valentine's day but some just didn't have a date um let me check the poll comments chuck spears says i try to make it a point not to deal with the holiday because i don't believe in it or honoring saints in general that's not part of my upbringing, but if the woman I'm with thinks it's important, I got to ride with that. Because as it turns out, my birthday is the day after Valentine's Day. I don't want her to say she doesn't believe in my birthday. Yeah, man, you got to... That's a bad draw, man. <laughs> uh, but wait, 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 wait. Believe in your birthday? You were born on that day, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. As long as she was born on that day, I, I think she can believe in it. Yeah, but still, I know what he's saying, like... If he has a woman that loves to celebrate Valentine's Day, he's like, I don't believe in it. I'm not going to celebrate it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then fucked around and go, uh, so what'd you give me for my birthday the next day? Right. She's going to go, no, uh, nothing. Same shit you got me for Valentine's. So, hey, like I, I said, because the proximity is so close. Yeah, It's not about being right. You know what kind of woman you're dating. You know what kind of man you're dating. If that person wants to celebrate Valentine's Day, you need to make the decision, <laughs> you know? Uh, 
tony says my wife and i have no desire to celebrate the day people always ask what i bought her but when i respond with nothing no one seems to believe me as if i'm bullshitting ain't that the truth everybody act like you wrong that's why i said that poll is off because like nobody asked me this year because i don't want to hang around people long enough or talk to them at work long enough to to get to that part of the conversation where they ask you bullshit like that Mm -hmm. uh but when they do i'm like nothing and i i normally immediately walk away because the next question is like what did you get him nothing what did y'all I, i've been doing this seven years but y'all get each other nothing i was like we, we we're fine like it is and my thing is like why does it fucking bother you about what i choose to spend and not to spend my money on mm-hmm. uh he says they cannot get around the fact that there are people who do not feel the need to participate so yeah that happens a lot with a lot of holidays and stuff it's like somebody asked me at work am i going to church for new year's it's like no because i don't go to church any other day of the year so why fuck up a good thing got me a pattern going here all right um let me <laughs> check out uh let me check out the voicemails people leave voicemails throughout the week um yes sir and uh we plays them on the show um and we had uh like eight voicemails this week uh four four of them are from j-rod so everybody prepare to be uh amazed at uh how great these voicemails are i'm sure that would be very interesting and uh looking at chat room okay everybody's enthusiastic seems like everybody really can't wait to hear this uh so uh let me get to playing the first one i won't keep you guys in suspense hey rod hey karen hey man i'm I'm calling in response to the to the, the feedback show and you saying that was a bad code word you fucking right it was a bad code word god damn it but oh this is j-rod at jam west 75 you know what i'm saying come around the south side but anyway right Oh, that's a, that's a horrible, horrible, horrible code word. But I remember one time, this is just, you know, what, what, y'all gotta bear with me here, man. I remember, no doubt, bruh, one time, I'm in Target, I'm acting crazy, you know, just a little kid shit. And my mom says, you gotta go to the restaurant. We, we gotta go to the restaurant. I'm like, yeah, I said, I do. Like, we can't even have a restroom. I might go into the store. And she, she like, damn, put me in a headlock, snatched me up. The, the shoe, the shoe was off. The shit was off. See, I should have paid attention. Because I, I, I should have thought of looking around like she had something different. She meant business. I meant to handle my business. So, yes, it was a terrible cold word. And she just, I just got to work on right then and there. It was so hard for me not to piss my pants that day. I'm not going to lie. That was, that was, I mean, I'm a grown-ass man now. But I'm going to tell you, man, I ain't never been so shit in my life. Like, I'll never forget that. We joke about it to this day, but I'm telling you, man, that was, that was intense. Intense, man. That was a terrible cold word. But that's how you throw little kids off, man. You know what I'm saying? I try to keep these little bad boys on their toes, man. Keep them on their toes. Gotta, gotta come. Hey, throw it in there. Hey, you can go to the restroom or you need this ass one real quick, man. Let's go. All right, man. I'm just giving you a little insight on, on how I felt about that, too. All right, man. All right, J-Rod. Hey. All right. He's calling about last week. He said that the code word for whatever he got spankings or whoopings in public was, do you need to use the bathroom? And I said, that's a terrible code word because you might have to use the bathroom at some point. So I guess he was just doubling down on that, letting us know about that. And uh, let's give you guys some more, J-Rod. I know you can't wait uh, for these other messages. Hey Rod, hey Ken, it's Jay Rod, you know, Jam Boy 75 from Lapham Southside. Hey, men can be hoes, man. That's clear. That's, I mean, that's just what it is. That's, I think that's, that's common sense knowledge here, which, you know, some people just refuse to have a sex. But, you know, as far as them being undesirable, I mean, Rod, as a man, you know, you know, 
growing up, what your objective was, what your mission was. And your mission was to get laid by any means necessary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, that's what the mission was. You know, hey, is she down? I'm down. Let's, let's roll. You know, and, and the candidate speaks on your point about uh, not trying to wipe the hole and everything like that. Well, that's not the word you, but you know what I'm saying? You know, the problem with that is, cause I, and I fully understand what you're coming from, but the problem with that is, like, if she's sexually aggressive, that and and she gets around. Not not to say that she's not to say she gets around, even though that's what hoes do. Because hoe could be short for honey and whore. That's the way I was brought up. So, you know, I mean, I, I never said it in front of moms, but you did when I was anyway. <laughs> I think I think it stems from you know if she's sexually active like that, that a man and his insecurities would be like, damn. Well, if she. If she's fucking me like this. Imagine if she, if she if her libido so is, is higher than mine, and she wants to say more than I do, man, she's gonna try to fuck somebody else. She's gonna try to fuck another dude, and that's that's just how I see it. And I mean, Ryan, feel free to chime in. I mean, I don't I don't know, man, but any hoe I ever talked to or was engaged in, I was like, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm, we're not together. You know what I'm saying? You know. In that regard, like, hey, do what you gotta do. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm going for mine, son. And it's selfish, yes, but that's the life of a single man. But if you're in a relationship and you feel like your girl's a hoe or anything of that nature, feel free to fucking leave and tell them how you feel. Like, like, yo, man, it's, just, it's that simple. I don't know what, what people get so hung up about that shit on. So, oh no, man. All right, man, I'm out. All right, uh, Karen, did you want to address that first? Or? Yeah, I would like to address that first. In fact, <laughs> that whole argument is completely stupid because we was talking, when we were talking, you brought up a lot of insecurities that I was talking about when bitches like sex. What if a sex drive hot in mine? Nigga, that means she going to fuck you. That's what that means. That means you going to get some pussy. That's what that means. And just because a woman has a high sex drive does not mean she's going to cheat on you. Men, a lot, a lot of men have higher sex drive than women. And women don't worry about, especially if you're in a good relationship, you don't worry about, oh, he going to fuck somebody else. His sex drive hide him. I know. You says, here's the remote control. Turn the TV on. Turn the porn on. Nigga, jack off. Because I can't fuck you every time you had a desire to fuck. And the same thing with the woman. That's why you go to Adam and Eve, use the code TPGWT, and you get you a dick in the box. So you can keep on fucking. That's, that's what you do. That's how you work around these problems these issues and figure out these fucking insecurities that you have and a lot of times it's men's insecurities that causes the problems a lot of times if a woman like the fuck all the time it does not automatically make her a whore it does not automatically make her a slut and like I said before something that you need to do nigga is forget about who she's fucked in the past strap your ass in get on the roller coaster and go for a ride who gives a shit about who she's fucked you fucking her now ain't that what this matters yeah uh that's the thing is he said the word insecurity and that's really what matters the most in there. If you're insecure about some shit, uh, that you got the problem, not her. Right. And why, you know, you know yourself, why would you even be in a situation where you're in a relationship with somebody that you're insecure about? You know, that's how I look at it. It's like you're, you're already fucking insecure about the fact that she's fucking or has fucked other people at yes. some point. It has nothing to do with her. Yeah. So I just walk the fuck away, dog. You obviously can't, can't deal with that. it, you know, but there's yeah. a lot of people that can, man. Like my mentality is different than that. Like 
as long like i value monogamy more than any of the other shit so it's like as long as my dick is getting fucked (laughs) if my dick is getting sucked and not somebody else's then you know what the fuck else man I, I don't really care man like i just want my dick to be treated well you know like on the hierarchy of dicks i like my dick to be number one and um you know with and number two and number three and i want my dick to be uh taken care of and that's it and not every person has the skill level to do that so uh i would like somebody with experience it's like uh it's like if you were if you had a job right you let's say you were interviewing somebody for a job right and it's like hey Hey, I got a job. I got this job. I'm going to take some candidates. People that sexually do not want a woman that can handle hers or else they feel like she's a hoe or a slut. That's basically asking that the person on the resume has no experience. Yep. And I like a little experience on my resume. That's all, dog. That's all. I'm not saying it's got to be, uh, you know, somebody that can't hold a job down. I mean, I understand the difference. It's not if you if you got a different job every other week. I understand why you would be like, well, look, your track record is not well because you have not shown any stability, you know. But and we're talking about a relationship here. But as far as just um, she's fucked some other people or she got some tricks that uh that she can throw on your ass i don't understand how that's a problem as long as she's not doing the tricks for everybody i'm good yeah and my thing is that and it's funny it's funny 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 how men and women get very very judgmental about who women have fucked in the past but nigga you fucked other people too you know i don't know why men come in i'm the virgin i'm the best thing no you've had experience but you don't want her to be be experienced like i said there's no such thing as a fucking experienced virgin it does not happen it's impossible yeah so i mean i won't jump to any extremes but and i will say this know yourself and then act accordingly go find the woman that you think will make you happy yep the only thing i get tired of and i never want to fucking i never have sympathy for these people are these dudes that go and find a chick that they feel is on some puritanical like you know missionary style sex good girl virgin virginal type shit and then they go hey man i've been married and she not even fucking me man this is why you know we had the kids and now she don't even want to have sex no more blah and i'm like well nigga you fucking wanted to marry uh you know a fucking girl yeah you wanted to marry somebody that was a saint and your ass is the devil you know the shit don't go together man like give me some devilish ass pussy then because that's what i'm into (laughs) fuck that i'd rather be happy and and sinning or whatever i'd rather be happy and morally uh bankrupt and then fucking sad talking about well at least she's not fucking me too good what is that shit <laughs> like at, like at that means not making me come too hard right that means they that that these dudes are fucking somebody and they, they going this sex is too good huh <laughs> you know what i mean shit, who thinks about that i Give think me so more. i think something is amiss yeah and the thing is that the thing is that uh back to roger say that's true you know yourself you know your ego you know how fragile it is or how fragile it ain't and at the end of the day you the one that got to deal with this so you know what if if you want the non-fucking girl that's what you're gonna get and when you judge her based off her sexual past you know what's funny is the sad thing is most of y'all are dating somebody most of the kind of guys like this are dating somebody that can and will break them the fuck off yep but you but running your because mouth because you're so judgmental they never will 
No, because you're too busy running your mouth. You're too busy calling calling women whores, calling women sluts, yeah. saying I can't sleep with you if 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 you have more than five men. I can't sleep with you if if you get over two hundred pounds and all this stupid right. bullshit. That's fucking irrelevant to sex. Yeah, I actually want to know. Uh, I, first of all, I don't think weight is irrelevant to sex if uh, somebody has that problem. But uh, I mean, let I, me just say that I want to know. Uh, like if you're judging people and you're putting that out like that means that that you don't want to know what she can do with that ice cube no you know what i'm saying like that's how i look at it's like no that's an experience i'd like to at least have the first option to turn down you know what i'm saying at least throw it on me i I don't understand why dudes are talking themselves out of better fucking but you know they you can't they as you can see by his voice they can't get over it like something is like he said he's insecure to some level where he can't get over this idea it's like why is she throwing it back on me like this is she a hoe you know it's like yes i will i prefer this please for the rest of my life thank you all right next voicemail hey rod hey can dude it's j rod coming around from the south side hey man the politically correct woman man that that is that that is crazy you brought that up dude that that is that is that, that, that's crazy, man, because I'm going to tell you what they say. Yes, they, because I've had two, to my count, two. Verbatim, she said, this is, this is some great penis. I was like, okay. Uh, some great cool. Penis. Like, thank you. Like, it's, 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 it's emotional. But it's just not, it's not like you like, I was just taken back, like, she's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's pretty nice. Like, that's it. Like, there's no, oh, slap me on the ass. It's just like, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Thank you. Like, right? I'm telling you, dog, it freaked me out because I wasn't used to nothing like that. And and the other and the other one, that was my first experience, the second time this happened, the girl was actually pretty rocky and privately. Like, very outspoken, vocal, in public. You know, but in the bedroom, man, in the bedroom, was very conservative, dog. Very, like, which, which was just ridiculous in my opinion. Like, like, when I say, I mean, I mean, when I, when I, and when I say extreme, I mean, she was not, not like, she was very outgoing and open in public, like, you know, drink, have fun, blah, blah. But dog, when we got to the bedroom, she turned into a fucking nut on my ass. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, a part of your appeal was that you were fun, outgoing, blah, blah, blah. We got a good time. So that's just most of the description that I've, I've dealt with with conservative women. And I just felt like, you know, it needed to be said that it's, 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 it's troubling, man. It's troubling. I don't know how, why people can't just say how they feel. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know. Sometimes you gotta put two feet off in that thing. You know, because <laughs> I be stroking. <laughs> but uh, let a podcast make you do what you do. It. All right, peace. Oh man, uh, the chat room is hilarious. For what? Number two, though. Um, <clears throat> this is exactly 
what the fuck we just were saying yes sir the reason that she is conservative in the bedroom is because your ass is a judgmental conservative ass motherfucker in the bedroom you don't recognize it yourself if she did put that shit on you you wouldn't be able to handle it and your mind would be like she a hoe she gotta go that's why she that's why you like why well, it's funny how out in public she's free but in the bedroom she's conservative no nigga you conservative it, it takes true. two to tango it takes two as a partnership when you fuck it so if there's any type of uh uh, her holding back it's because she feels like she can't be free with you it's like jay-z said she feel free when she around me you know what i mean you got that's the truth you're not letting her feel free you letting her feel judged so of course she's like uh yeah fuck you uh i'm not going to uh go through all this and and give it up and and show you uh everything i can do it's like uh, just take this missionary man you can't handle anything else like yeah, yeah. i don't know that and, and i'm not even gonna throw the cliche if you're not letting her do her thing she's gonna find somebody else because a lot of women will just not they'll just not they'll just sacrifice that part of their sex life yeah and then they'll just conform to what you want yeah. and then that's the thing it's almost like nigga do you really know what you want i'm not talking directly right. to j-rod but just in general okay the the thing about it is that you, you you say you can't handle it but then she don't do it but yet you say you want it but you really don't fucking want it because if she did it you couldn't handle it yeah and you're going around this emotional circle your last his last voicemail was like if she do do this she might be a hoe it's like well then you wonder why they not I don't understand. I don't understand. I, uh, she sucked my dick from the back. So, uh, she a hoe now. It's like, all right, well, shit, that was, uh, then the next email, voicemail. These women won't even suck your dick from the back. It's terrible. It's like, wait a minute. Hold up. You don't I, want that. No. I they made them hoes. Uh, yeah, me too. All right, people, come to the end of J. Ryan's voicemails. This is the last one. And, uh, I'm sure you'll have five more next week, so. You guys are welcome. Hey, Roddy, Ken, it's J-Rod. John Boyce from the shop from the Southside. Hey, man, I I just realized that that last, that last, that last email, I was like, I'll be stroking. And then I just realized you're going to play that fucking song in the background. God damn it. Mm-hmm. God damn, man. That, that, it just hit me, dog. Like, I'm like, oh, man. I just read another reference to the podcast where you're going to be playing that fucking song. Right. But on 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 another serious note, as far as Fox News is concerned, man, I think I don't think they I don't think they'll have black uh, activists more so on their show anymore. I, I truly feel like you know what they're gonna say. Uh, well, you know we don't need we don't need balance anymore because not that they were balanced to begin with, but we don't need balance anymore because you know Obama's not here. They don't matter anymore because their 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 opinion doesn't matter as much before because Obama, like I don't I don't see Tavis Smiley <laughs> and Dr. Cornell West you know <laughs> on the fucking TV anymore like I not to say that they're on a whole lot now not to say they don't have their own platforms but I don't just see them showing up on Fox but yeah you know our president is kind of weak right now and I, I don't think they're gonna just like I don't think Fox is gonna be like so how do you feel about this white man who's now controlling the country. I don't think they're going to give them that opportunity, you know, because it seems like if, if Dr. Cornell and Tavis was was on that shit, they just hate everybody. So they, they critique everybody's president, but since they're black activists and they're popular in our community, you know, they're, 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 Fox definitely gives them a platform 
to give a to to make it seem as though they're being fair when in actuality they're not. I just don't see that happening. Like I don't I don't see that you know coming true and them just saying okay, well, Tyler's Dr. Cornell, you know, come back anyway. We love your political views and we love your insight. I don't see that happening. I think they're gonna be like okay. You know, here's a black, here's another black man talking about a white dude. Um, shit's not gonna work. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't see that happening. So, hey man, thanks for the political commentary. Love the podcast. Please. All right. Um, here's the thing about that. One, I wasn't talking about activists necessarily. I was just talking about. Uh, black political analysts. So people that do this for a living, they just happen to be black. Yep. And there's been many more on TV in the past, I'd say, six years or so. Yes, it has. Uh, since Obama came to the forefront. And um, I feel like part of that is because, you know, sometimes issues of race may come up. And not just to mention that uh, I think white society is starting to view these people as competent and valuing their opinion. Um, and validating them in very many ways. But I do worry that once uh, Obama is out of office, if the next president isn't black or something, if people will just go, well, we only had those people on because they look like Obama. You know, it was not really uh, because we respect their intellect and whatnot, but we just felt like this was a trend where we want to get people that look like President Obama to commentate on President Obama. Um and that's not just Fox News. That was every media outlet. Uh, I don't think Fox News has been e- any more or less guilty of it, quote unquote, if you want to use the word guilty, of of, of it than any other news outlet. I mean, I, I, MSNBC is blacker than it was, uh, you know, uh, w- when it first started out. So is uh, CNN is blacker than it was. It's not just something um, arbitrary, I believe. I, I really feel like uh, a lot of it's focused on the fact that the president's African-American and uh, I wonder how much that plays into it, and I hope it doesn't go away. I'm I'm not pessimistic. I really just hope it doesn't stop. I will. I love seeing uh, politically informed, uh, analytical black people on TV talking about politics, and I don't think a black person needs to be in office or a black issue, quote unquote, needs to be the subject for that to happen. And I hope it continues. Um, so that's how I feel about it. Karen, did you have anything to add? Or no, sir. Okay. All right. Next voicemail. Not from J Rod. Not from J Rod. So the chat room is rejoicing. Too much trouble in your voice, Rod. Too much trouble. Crank the bass up, bro. It's like, no, nah, what's up, Rod and Karen? This is uh, Ricardo Balkan, uh, a.k.a. Rick Glory Beats. And uh, I want to make a comment on, you know, the dude that was criticizing your voice and everything. Mm. Man, fuck him. <laughs> I mean, if you can't, you know, give constructive criticism, then, you know, keep it moving, man. I mean, don't listen. Simply don't listen. If you don't like something, don't listen to it. You ain't got to sit there and spread hate. Now, where I got to get, you know, vocal reconstructive surgery and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But, um, like, no, nah, but, um, I really love the show, guys. I uh, hope you have a happy Valentine's Day. And, uh, the show has gotten me through my long days at work, and I really appreciate you guys and what you do. You take the time out of, you know, your busy days and schedules, you know, just to entertain us. So I'm I'm really appreciative for it and the opportunities that you give. You know, recently won that Shadow Dog contest, and uh, shout out to Dex. 
And, uh, man, I hope you guys, you know, take it easy and enjoy yourselves. Happy Valentine's Day. Rick Glory Beats, out. Thanks, man. I thought he sounded familiar when he said, I was like, I'm I'm pretty sure he won that contest with Shadow Dog. So, yes, congratulations, man. Yeah, glad you won some money and glad you He was shocked, too. I seen a tweet about it. I said, Oh, shit, I heard my name. I won. Yeah, (laughs) so I'm I'm glad you won, man. I'm glad uh, your music's going to be in a movie, man. That's really awesome for you. Uh, Yeah, as far as. like I said, uh, the guy, I, I'm not one of those people that feels like uh, I I got the kind of ego where it's like, you need to like my show. Like, uh, you don't have to like our show. It's nope. cool. We can still be cool people. And I, I feel like uh, the guy was very respectful and, um, you know, it came from a, a good place for on his part, I believe. Uh, he was kind of prompted to give why he didn't listen. And, uh, you know, any reason not to listen to our show is a good reason not to listen to our show as far as I'm concerned. I don't ever want to feel like I'm holding anybody hostage. And um I feel like what we do has been proven to be good enough that uh people are digging it. So I don't know. What are, you know, what am I gonna do? Change the show and then the people that do like it might feel like that change they don't like or um, you know, uh you know i'm not gonna change my voice i'm not gonna make the show shorter i'm not gonna do it less often i'm gonna continue to do my thing and um you know uh, that guy will find other shows to like man and i'm glad that he's liking other shows that we're familiar with that are in this kind of community and and uh it's it's good it's good for everybody so yes it is and my thing is that if you don't want to be here don't and, that, and right. I mean, I mean, and a lot of people say it, but they don't mean it. But we really mean is, if you fuck with us, fuck with us. If you don't, don't. It's yeah. no hard feelings here. Yeah, you'll never hear me talking about we work so hard and you don't listen. Like, I, don't listen. I'm not hunting you down. I'm not chasing you down. I'm not following you around. I'm not kissing your ass. You either fuck with us or you don't. Yeah, we don't owe in each other anything. You know, it's awesome that people put in on this and that they care, but. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. owes a shit. Yeah, we and, we thankful for the people that do care. Yeah, and uh, you know, so yeah, appreciate, but appreciate the support though. Seriously. Hey, Black Eyed Tips Nation, it's your boy Daz. What Thank up, Daz? Y'all for a while, so no, this ain't my first time calling. Mm-hmm. Um, I got like hundreds of y'all episodes on my MacBook. I put this shit on y'all, y'all all. It's not even for the 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 tippies. I just enjoy listening to old shit. Listening to you guys grow, get more confident. It's it's really fun listening to um, Chill and Toya growing presents on the show. And I also forgot that Herman Cain shit, that towards the end, people started getting death threats because they found out he was fucking white women. That shit is hilarious. Now, I'm listening to that episode with Mr. Moody, and y'all were mentioning how I do. That was my, that whole album was my shit during college. When I left, three, four moves in, I go into TSU, shout out to HBCUs. And I started meeting people from, black people from around the world, from Africa, Nigeria. I had this one friend, he was from, uh, he's Nigerian, but he's, uh, Manchester. Manchester, England is where he grew up at. And all the music they brought back, those motherfuckers down, they take hip hop seriously. They don't give a fuck about this Waka Flocka Flame, Gucci Man. I was surprised he liked 2 Chains, or, or some 2 Chains. But then, uh, Red, Still beautiful. She dropped a mixtape sometime like 2010. Now it's called Black Girls Rock. It's okay. not as good as uh, how I do or how we do. I'll be the judge of that. It was just good to see that she's still doing some shit. She was doing some shit with the Lit Quali called Idol Warship. 
and I haven't heard much of it. How do you say her name? I don't know if it's Rez or if it's Reese. It's Reese. We call it Reese. Anyway, I just wanted to show love. Y'all keep doing what y'all do. Peace. All right, man. We will. Thank you, Daz. We appreciate you showing love, dude. Um, sincerely. And, uh, yeah, dog. Uh, that Reese is the shit, man. I'm going to look up that mixtape because, uh, yes, that's my girl. I follow her on Twitter now. Uh, someone told me they were going to text her because they know her in real life and get her to follow me back. And because, uh, we love each other, uh, hopefully she will. And, uh, <laughs> if not, you know, I no hard feelings. We still go together whether she agrees or not. Um, all right, next, uh, uh, next voicemail. <laughs> oh, why is this one not playing right away? Uh-oh. Okay, Skype, so fuck me, huh? Hey, Black Eyed Tips Nation, this your boy what? Daz. They're still playing Daz's the voicemail? Uh, oh, Uh-oh. Like hundreds oh, of episodes on my I'm trying. I put this on y'all. I said, we might get him two times. Skype was like, man, I'll do what the fuck I want to do right now. And I feel like we're playing it. Open your legs, baby. Oh, Open Lord. Oh, I want to touch you. Come on, baby. Open up. Open up. Oh, you feel so good, baby. You feel so good. Do we oh. not need to be here? You like that, baby? I feel like I need to leave room. You like that? She'll call the wrong people. I don't know. It's okay. It's all right. Oh. Five out of ten. Five out of ten. Not bad. Oh, come on, baby. Get up on this, baby. Get up on it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you think she went to call oh, one of her honeys? What, what time did we get this message from Chill? I don't know. Five thirty this morning. Come on. Does she pocket dial us? She may have. Oh, get it, baby. That's three minutes of this? Oh, I know it feels good, baby. No wonder Skype didn't want me to go to the next message. <laughs> like, no, nigga, you're not ready for this. Oh. Well, I know nigga, this, this I ain't have to use not nan goddamn dirty words. Alright, motherfuckers is busting nuts around this motherfucker, okay? Look, nigga, Rod, you too damn smart for this bullshit. Talk about something. If you can't use dirty words, how the fuck you gonna have sex? Really? Let me tell you something about language. Language is beautiful. And not only is language beautiful, it's sexy. Alright? And when you couple language with passion and emotion, oh my God. Man, please. Shit is off the chain. Rod, Karen, step your goddamn game up. Everything ain't got to be titty, dick, pussy, ass, fuck shit, snot down. You know what I'm saying? It really ain't got to be that way. I'll tell you something. I guarantee you. Let me talk to you for about 10 minutes. I bet you I have your dick on and I have your pussy wet. And I bet you ah! I wouldn't have said not one four-letter fucking word. Understand something. Mental is what I do. That's what I does. And I does it well. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Back on the tradition! Hello! You got 
all right peace out (laughs) Um, look man i'm not saying that it's impossible i was making a joke on political correctness because see you use the word baby and everybody involved is an adult and she would turn around and she'd be like i'm not a baby just because i'm a woman doesn't mean that I'm not also an adult and you're equal in this. So you need to get politically correct and stop calling me baby and honey and telling me what to do. Okay. Just cause you a man, you can tell me what to do. I'm subservient to you just cause I let you inside of me. And that's, that's all we were saying. So you just missed the joke. Um, and then the other thing is obviously, uh, I surpassed the, uh, ooh, baby level of, uh, some mental stimulation long ago. Some of us need more. You know, it's kind of like uh, talking to a person that probably does like autoerotic asphyxiation, uh, whatever they masturbate. Uh, yeah, I could tell them like all you really need is some good lube, but they're past that. So it's like you're talking to you're talking to a master and you you're a novice. You know what I mean? It's like those days are over. Like that was cute. The the old baby throw it back. That's not that was cute. And uh, you know that's a Tuesday. But um, every once in a while, I, I need a, I got an itch that can't be scratched by ooh baby, you know. Uh, sometimes you need an itch that can only be scratched by, uh, you know, some demeaning words that uh, make both of us feel uh, around. So, uh, you know, you handle your sex with your thirteen dicks, and uh, I'll handle mine. So, you know, <laughs> good luck. May the best man win. May the best man win. Um, all right, last voicemail, if it will play. Oh man, what's what's going on with these voicemails right now, dog? Um, oh no, they go they gonna be jacking off too. What's going on here? <laughs> Maybe it's this one. Let's see. I seriously don't know. Uh, what's going hey, on? Ryan and Karen, what's up? It's Mike from Where's My Forty Acres. Uh-huh. Um, I was calling to say, um, uh, basically props for your music taste. Uh, playing tsunami during the Adam and Eve thing uh, on the show with Mr. Moody got me super high because. That's one of my favorite songs, like R&B songs of all time, hands down. And that album is absolutely fantastic. Um, I didn't think many people had even really heard of it or actually actually listened to it. So, yeah, I'm glad y'all are up on that as well. So, good choice. I appreciate it. Take it easy. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Mike knows his music, man. He does. Um, A lot of people don't know, man. He's a connoisseur. That's that's how he gets paid. Um, Yes, sir. But yeah, Tsunami is one of my favorite songs on there. It's funny though because literally at any point in time, uh, the, the album, uh, Reese, uh, How I Do is so fucking good that, uh, at any point in time, you can just kind of pick a mood and she has a song for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just real dope, man. It's, it's one of my personal favorites and it's one of the things where I can basically throw it on at any time and just rock. Like right. literally, and, and like I said before, it's one of the few albums that you can play from beginning to end. Yep, yep. So, um, yeah, I I feel like uh, maybe enough people don't really um, know about the album, but I'm doing my best to spread the word, man. So hopefully uh, uh, people are, you know, hearing it and and going, okay, you know, I'll, let me check this out, uh, see exactly what um, – what what she's about um and uh, on her wikipedia like i said I, I believe it's reese because on her wikipedia says uh her name is sharice renee ballard so i'm i'm it's probably short res is probably short for reese but um yeah man it's on spotify man if you guys you know want to check it out kind of risk-free but 
you know it's worth it it's yeah 700 mile situation is a dope one about dating you know like long distance and just emotional distance between each other and shit like uh just i wish i could fucking express to y'all how much i love this album yes oh man all right, let me uh, get to some emails and stuff. Uh, the phone lines are open, 704-557-0186. That's 704-557-0186. Um, the email address is Uh Terry wrote in to say, in case anyone uh, asked you about this before, you can view live podcasts on mobile devices using the Skyfire browser. I use it on my phone today for the first time. So if you go to Spreecast with the Skyfire browser, I guess you need to download that app. You can watch the show live, even on your phone. Cool. Um, yep. So I, I don't know if I said that last time, but I meant to. So now it has been said. Um, <clears throat> Going ham on the mandatory blackness assignment by Howard T. Smith II. Dear Rod and Karen, I just want to say your show is great. It's good to know there's a black couple I can relate to in the world of podcasts. Anyway, in regards to the mandatory blackness assignment, I have two things to say. One, Spike Lee hates Django because all of his movies require a prescription to Wellbutrin after watching them. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Aww. Seriously, I get that Malcolm X was a great man, but is ne- is it necessary to make his death so graphic? That assassination attempt, I mean, that assassination didn't look like it was done by the FBI. It looked like the Russian cheddars he owed money to from back in his pimping days caught up to him. Still, I love Jungle Fever. My dad looks like Wesley Snipes, a.k.a. Flipper Purify. Uh, okay. Uh, I think uh, Spike Lee's movies are great. So uh, some of them are flawed but uh he has some great ones in his catalog i don't think every spike lee movie is good but no but he does have some yeah and i hate when people like disrespect his work just because he didn't like Django. it's like a nigga didn't like a movie like he still is an old ass angry black man and it's his right to be like fuck this movie if he don't want to like this movie he don't want to that doesn't mean i have to stop liking him you know anyway number two Although I have yet to see Django, I noticed that the character resembles a very real ex-slave, Bass Reeves. He was one of the first black lawmen of the West after the Civil War. Born in 1838, he escaped from slavery and lived amongst the Creek and Seminole Indians. They taught him how to man, how to man tracking while came in, which came in use in 1875 when he was hired by a commissioned deputy U.S. Marshal. Thus, also making him the wild wild west equivalent to Django fett coincidence i think not he was so good at his job he even beat a murder rap which is a big deal if you think about it sounds black to me uh that doesn't sound very black beating a murder rap that sounds very white (laughs) unless he killed another black person uh beating a murder rap in trial is actually not black at all uh don't let oj get it twisted for you um he even did some hard to swallow shit for any man, such as having to catch the wanted outlaw Greenleaf, who was a member of his adopted tribe, the Seminole. The hardest for him had to have been when he had to arrest his own son for Ike turning his wife to death. Oh, he had to send him to Leavenworth prison, which even then was hard time. Shit. They send ex Navy seals to Leavenworth these days. All in all, I think it complete. I completed my assignment. I hope this helps get my blackness card renewed. I hate to have my parents look at me the same way. Catherine and Joseph looked at Michael in 1995 blackness to the obsidian power. 
Howard T. Smith II. Yeah, yeah, this counts, man. You, I didn't get too sick of it that I wanted to stop reading it, but but you, you passed. Yeah, yeah you, passed you passed the test. Um, Rhonda, aka the official Georgia Peach of the Black Out Tip, says hi, Rhonda Karen for colored girls. Yeah, which I uh I don't even. I guess I'm gonna call it a tank because I didn't know the answer, but. Uh, I just threw out some, some stuff and said, hopefully y'all will call in and correct me because I know it's not right. Um, <laughs> she says, for color girls was based on the, and I don't know how you pronounce this, Natazagi? I don't know. Natazagi? You, you, you closer than I'll ever be. Natazaki? Shange? <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce it, y'all. Shanges? Shage? Shagis? I don't know. Choreo porn. Choreo porn? What is a choreo porn? Porn. I have no idea. porn. What? I don't even know how to pronounce Choreo poem? Like choreographed poetry? Is that what that means? I guess so. Slash book. Well, let's just go with book next time. Uh, it was based on her book for colored girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. I'm not a fan of most of Tyler Perry's productions. I personally wish he'd have not touched it, but says la vie. Uh, or say la vie, I guess. Uh, I don't think it should have necessarily been directed by a woman, but I, uh, I, uh, Tyler Perry additions added nothing to the story. Either way, I don't feel like going on a Tyler Perry sucks that I tried too much work. I'll be sending some moolah your way soon, Rhonda. So thank you, Rhonda. Thank you, sweetie. For the correction. And also, um, I'm, I also want to make people, let people know that was not a defense of Tyler Perry doing this shit. It was just a, I hate that the industry is one of those where, Oh, a black person has to do this. So Tyler Perry did it and it was, you know, and it sucks. Now no one can ever touch it again. Like I actually, like, I know a lot of people get mad about like comic book remakes and, you know, stuff like that. I actually like when they remake things. I like the new Spider-Man because you can do it better. And why should I have to wait a decade for you to do it better? Fucking do it better as soon as you get a chance to. I know it's so, you know, so I, so y'all can eliminate the strings, eliminate some of the corniness out of it, make it, especially if you had the technology to do it. Yeah. So I kind of hope that, uh, that happens with, uh, for color girls, because I'm never gonna see the Tyler Perry version. I don't see Tyler Perry movies. Nothing to do with being black. I just don't think he's very good at making movies, so I don't watch them. Um, Captain Morgan in it. Uh, she says, "Hi, Ryder Karen again. I've been quite happy at work since we have automatic faucets and paper towel dispensers. Then I open the door with my paper towel. Also, women can Captain Morgan it. They make this funnel so women can urinate standing up called the Go Girl." Oh Lord. I, I've never tried it, but there's they're an option. Shrug, Rhonda. Uh Rhonda, this is the biggest bag of bullshit I ever heard in my life. Okay. You knew what I meant when I said women can't stand up and Captain Morgan it. You knew exactly what I meant. <laughs> I wasn't talking about no special apparatus that can make you be able to I'm saying stand up, put a leg up on the tub, and then piss into the urinal at, at into the, the toilet at an angle like Captain Morgan. That is you a something great shot. That, that men can do. Okay, now if you gotta add a funnel and and do all types of cheating like that dude and yeah, um, because you got a line, I ain't got no line. My piss come out. It don't got nothing to filter through. Right. So if you need to do some shit where you you're like that dude with the uh, with the in, that was in the Olympics that killed his wife and shit. If you want to be like him and, and use some type of fake apparatus. Then by all means, go ahead. But you knew exactly what I got there meant. I don't care about the one woman that owns this uh, fucking funnel. 
talking about every woman in general cannot Captain Morgan it. Do we really need that type of equality? Is that what we come to in America? Well, yes. I can't even say, well, you know, women can't, can't like write their name in the snow with their piss. And then somebody goes, well, actually, <laughs> if you take yes, a- they can, they have this thing called the piss writer. You never <laughs> heard of it before, sir. <laughs> if you take a hose and you stick it in there, it's like, come on, man. You knew what I meant. Uh, Shana writes in, she says, feminist sex is the best sex. Oh, snap. Now for the record, Shana, I just want you to know before we get into this. I never said feminist sex would be bad. That was Karen. <laughs> I said, "Oh, you no, no, I, no, I'm, I'm hundred percent serious. I said politically correct sex sounds like it wouldn't be as fun. Did not say anything about feminism. Karen started going in on feminist sex. And I was like, oh, that's what you believe, you know, but I, that, so this is for Karen really. Okay. No, no, because do I need to go back and play the show for you? <laughs> I know what I said. I know what I wrote down in my random thoughts, no. and I specifically was like, I'm not putting feminism in there because I don't have feminine sex. Sounds like it could be fucking hot, so yes, I have no can. problem with that. So you was like, then the feminist gonna be like this, and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's not every feminist. No, it's not. So, but anyway. Hey, Rod and Karen, if you're, it's your resident ratchet PhD candidate, Alexandra, here to clear up any misconceptions about fucking wild feminist. I'm a feminist and I love fucking. All right. Well, we can end this here. That thing. Yeah, ain't much. nothing else to talk about, is it? Yeah. Uh, also, you know, what's funny is, and I don't want to start, start this into a debate, but uh, you know, it's probably another feminist live, live writing that's going to be like, you disgraced feminist, you and your love of fucking. You know that makes women less powerful or some shit. Like it's a bad representation, Beyonce. No, <laughs> uh feminist sex is first about consent. And so is my sex. That's what I'm into. I'm into consent. I know it's so. Uh so feel free to get rough with me after I tell you that I like it rough. Secondly, it's about equality. So if you get to grab my head and tell me how good I am sucking dick, then I get to shove your face in my twat and tell you how good you eat pussy. You see, chill? <laughs> some feminists some feminists say twat you got a problem with that she probably does she probably will be eating <laughs> so yes about that. leaving the voicemail yeah please don't come at Deshaunna. she's a nice person yes she is uh i like to say that i am t- a top in the streets and a bottom in the sheets which means that in the real world if i if someone called me a cut do we have a problem in the bedroom words like that are used to express a desire for me and i already told you that was okay and i like to be desired in the bedroom if that makes me less of a feminist well fuck that it doesn't I defend a woman's right to say no. I also affirm her right to say yes to whoever she wants, whenever she wants, and how often she wants. I know so. And that's my feminism. Women who shame other women for liking sex are part of the reason misogyny persists. Yes. And they're not and they're not feminists, they are fucking rude. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Up top, honey. Up top. It's like Karen said, all these women walking around and they have never orgasm. Well, I know the first time I experienced the magic that is the female orgasm, I decided I would never discourage another woman from getting hers. So if she gets off by someone telling her to take that dick, bitch, do you. Exactly, chill. Hey. Every once in a while, shit, that shit gets my feminist pussy wet too. So there you have it. <laughs> Just my point of view on fucking my feminists. Keep doing what you're doing. So glad to have discovered the show. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you, sweetie. We're glad that you discovered the show too, man. Mm-hmm. Keep writing about these vaginas and 
and fucking. I uh, know we should have had some sex music, but <laughs> right? Where the African jungle music now, baby? Feel free to write in as much as you need to about uh, any type of uh, feminist sex that yeah, sounds kind of hot. We're fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no complaints. Gilbert writes in. Enjoy the show. What up, Rod and Karen? This is my first time writing the show because I heard Rod on Where's My 40 Acres podcast this past Tuesday and felt the need to comment how I truly enjoy you and your wife's show, The Blackout Tips. What made me feel the need to write was when Phenom Black played a clip of Dude calling into the Player the podcast, complaining about different things that you and your show. First, what needs to be said is dude is a straight up lame because if he had all these negative feelings, he should have pretty much kept it to himself. Or if he thought he had extra points that were valid, if he really was a fan, he could have said something to you. But that's enough about dude. Yeah, um, here's the thing. Uh, sometimes people have criticism that we can like work on and change, right? Mm-hmm. And like I said, we, that we want to change. That we, we want to change. And right. a lot of times, by the time people tell us, these are things that we have talked about, we've discussed because we're all about improving the show, improving the sound, making it better, making it crisper, making it sharper, making the experience more fun for the listeners and the people in Spreecast and all that. We're about that. But there are some things that we cannot change. We just can't. Guess what we can't change? Our motherfucking voices. We can't change that bullshit. We, we just can't. And so if it's something that we can't change, we go, okay, you just don't like us or our style, and that's okay. We need to part our ways, and we're fine with that. Yeah, and my thing is this, dog. I'm not, here's, like, because it's a fine line, right? There's some shit that I can help, I can change, I can work on, mm-hmm. blah, 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 right? There's other shit that I want in the show that, that I just don't talk to y'all about because y'all not making the show. You know, you're a fan, like, you don't need to be in on the process, and I'm not going to run it by you. It's like some shit I'm not going to change. Like, I'm not going to try to take all the uhs and ums out of our conversations, or I'm not going to uh care too much about dead space in a conversation if it's natural i'm not saying we we, i mean obviously we don't have very much dead space in our conversations but if there is a natural like pause i'm not gonna take it out i'm not gonna edit that shit like i know i used to listen to this one guy's podcast he edited out all the us ums dead spaces times where he was thinking it sounded like an unnatural fucking joined up weird yeah it's just sounded weird as fuck it's like no one talks like this. You sound like a robot, you know? So that's the kind of thing that I'm really, uh, we will fight you on, you know? And we're, there's nothing about the show that we've done that we haven't thought about ourselves 10,000 more times than any listener could ever think about. So, uh, you know, we're going to lunch having a conversation about the show. We're, yeah, uh, sitting around family sometimes. They're, and shit, they'll even bring it up. Right. So it's not, you know, we're not putting anything out that we feel is a detriment to us or our brand or whatnot. Uh, and then sometimes you're just going to lose people. It's not, there's nothing wrong with that. I, if you don't have enough time, you know, like one of these complaints was I work part time. I don't have time to listen to long podcasts. Right. You then don't. Like you, yeah. you work part time, man. You know, what, what is there to say? You know, uh, you might just not have the time and that's fine. You know, if, if anything, it kind of is a compliment to the show because it expresses that he would like to be a part of it, but he just can't because of whatever reasons he can't get around. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I, I wasn't offended at all by anything that he said. I really wasn't even offended by the shit player hater was saying. It's, every, you put something out in the public, people are going to have opinions. And if you don't have a thick skin, then you what the fuck hang. are you doing it for? You know? Uh, someone's gonna probably take your shit wrong, take it out of context. Someone's gonna get mad. Someone's always gonna try to incite some shit. Someone's gonna go back and forth trying to, uh, you know, get, uh, get people riled up. 
you just that's the chance you took when you put the show out if i didn't if i cared that much about what people thought at some point i just wouldn't have a show i know it's so and that's the thing some people do it and they and that's the thing they want to try to appease everybody but one thing about being a podcast you're never going to appease everybody because no matter what you do is something somebody's not going to like so the people that love it you roll with those people the people that don't you go okay you i'm just not yeah. for you and move on we do this because we don't want to appease everybody i know it's so you see what i'm saying and, like a radio station's job is to have a demographic and try to please as many people as possible in that yes. job, in that demographic. That's not what we do here. And my biggest thing, guess what, y'all? We do this shit for motherfucking free, <laughs> for free, <laughs> for free. So guess what? I'm gonna do it the fucking way I want to do it. Why? Because I do it for free and I love it. You ever notice like it's never people that donate that do that shit. Uh, like, like that dude's never gonna give us a dollar. You know, he's never gonna, uh, look out and help us promote it, or, you know, retweet it, whatever. Um, and then it's always these people too that do complain where it's like, hey man, I didn't like this thing about the show. Can you help with the sound? Can you change the mics? Remember that guy who wrote in a few weeks ago, like, hey, the mics are too loud. So I turned the mics down and adjusted some settings so that it won't pitch too much and all this stuff. Never wrote back to say if the changes help. Never, nothing. Just, well, uh, got what I wanted. Fuck them. Like, come on, man. So it's just, I don't know. People are just so fucking, uh, self-centered and myopic at this point. And, uh, I would rather, you know, I can't give in to that shit. So anyway, it's like, a, it's like I call and get his work schedule. So what time do you get off? Like how many hours of entertainment do you need? Cause you know, we're going, we're here live at the show and I, I put together two hours of programming, but I was thinking maybe we can cut it down to 20 minutes if uh, that's all you have on your lunch break. You, you let us know. Okay. I know you probably got a big, big day, might have a meeting or something in the afternoon, you know, need to get through. Let me know. Uh, call us back and, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll adjust the show time to your employment situation. Um, all right. So, cause you know, your pause button don't work. Uh, I mainly wanted to say that, uh, I'm, I'm the exact opposite in that exact opposite scenario. I listened to one of your earlier shows back in 2010 and wasn't sure what was going on. I expected Rod and Charlotte from the morning Jones. I wanted my, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a they shocked a lot of people or the evening Jones now. Yeah. So when people come up and be like, wait a minute. Y'all don't talk about sports. What if, what the, where the hell this woman come from? Like, they get right. shocked when they move over here to this avenue. Right, it's the black guy Yeah, we, we, you know, we, we don't got ESPN co-signing us, so mm-mm. Yeah, I made my way back to check out the show while I was out of work toward the end of last year and gave the Black Out Tips another listen and have been a fan ever since. I look forward to every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday because I absolutely love the show, and it has introduced me to a few other podcasts that I'm now a fan of, like Where's My 40 Acres, the single simulcast, as well as the Dream Team, Straight out of Low Cash, and the Insanity Check, and appreciate y'all introducing me to these great shows. When I start my new job in a week and get my check, I will begin donating to the show show because it's great what you and karen do for all your fans for free so wow it's like karen read this or something so the very least i can do is donate sorry for the long ass email as for what i can see uh as for what i can see i'm since i'm sending this from my phone much appreciation gil thanks gil and we thank you and the thing is that we really appreciate uh the people that show us love we really appreciate the people that understands that we do a part we do we put more work in in this podcast that we do for for the love of doing it than some people put in a 40 hour week job so we really love it and we really enjoy it like i say we don't mind the feedback and we don't mind the criticism but it's it's just one of those things where sometimes you have to kind of search where it comes from and and things like that before you take it to heart 
yeah like i said man i i i understand that you know we talked about it with mr moody thursday like i just think the idea of being a fan has just changed so much for people that it's literally like why isn't this thing you're doing completely about me you know i really feel like that's how people approach it where it's like i only have this much time in my day i would like to listen to your show change the format it's like well no like and you know what uh because because i don't all right and this is i'm not to sound too arrogant but i don't see other podcasts as competition so that's why i don't mind promoting anybody's podcast or telling you go listen to the shit because either a it won't be as good as ours in my opinion because i feel like our shit is the shit of course or it'll be a better fit for you and which is also a good yes you know? it is or maybe you don't want to listen to shows or whatever but i feel like the true competition for our show is time I, so yeah. it's whatever you're spending your time doing so if there's anything that you do in your life other than listen to our show that is the competition so if you can't listen because um you have to uh at work you can't wear headphones uh that is my competition if you don't listen because yeah. uh you want to watch a tv show instead of listen to a podcast that's competition you want to watch netflix that's competition. competition everything is competition for the black guy with tips so once you look at it that way you can't be at war with everything because time is the only enemy people don't have enough time to listen to everything and i'm not gonna shorten our shit i'm saying fuck the other shit fuck your time get on this shit because it's a better way to spend your time that's how i feel you know so whatever you're doing i feel like our shit is better than that shit so you'll never catch me really hating on someone's podcast and shit because it's like you know they're in the same battle we're in they just want your time we all just want your time technically you know so and and uh, and mine's a little less broad because we believe that uh we only want the cool people's time, so it's a little that the truth. If, a little less uh, competition. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna tell you right now, if you uptight, right? If 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 us saying nigga put your drawers in a knot, you know, if you cringe every time we call women bitches, we joke about rape, we joke about sex, right? We joke about people stabbing each other with swords. If this shit is too politically incorrect for you, please stop now, cause we not for you. Uh, four color girls. This is from D. She says, Hey, Rod and Karen. Just wanted to comment on the four color girls topic and provide more information as you guessed someone would. Smiley face. So I knew someone would. For color girls is based on the choreo poem. <laughs> choreo poem. I've never heard that word until today. <laughs> now I've heard it twice. Basically a book of poems by a woman whose name I, that Rod can't pronounce. Natazoka. Natazake Shangi. Uh, the, the full name of the work is for color girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. Yes, it's long as hell. I saw the movie, but I'm not going to get my blood pressure up talking about it. I'm not a Tyler Perry fan for full disclosure. Anyway, as for your comments on whether or not this work should have been done by a female director, I agree with you and Karen. I think the right director, no matter what race slash gender, uh, is, I think the right director, yeah, if they do it right, can make a good movie. For example, Steven Spielberg made an awesome movie out of Alice Walker's The Color Purple. Uh, and he never, and he's never been a black woman, as far as we know, you know, late yeah. nights. Hey, hey, maybe he's into some feminist sex. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Real feminist. 
word is that tyler perry got the rights to reproduce for color girls for the screen because shange needed the money and we all know that tyler perry has a strong backing other directors who are less known definitely would have wouldn't have gotten people to the theaters like tyler perry would after seeing Issa Rae and that and the awkward black girl series blow up and get backed by Pharrell's YouTube channel, I've come to agree with you and believe that people have to create their own media and be unapologetic about it. The money yes. may not be there at first, but if your product is good and your audience is loyal, like awkward black girls is, people will come and things will work out. Anyway, let me cut this short. Love the show. Peace, D. And, and you know what? And and I really, really do agree with you. And and also I feel like this. Why, when it comes to black people, we have to change, we have to adjust. You know, when Roderick talks about uh, Adam Carolla, I know a lot of people don't like him for whatever reasons. But one thing about Adam Carolla, he says what the fuck he wants. He's unapologetic. He puts it out there. You either take it or leave it. He ain't trying to kiss your ass. He ain't trying to make you like it. And you know what? I want the same freedoms that he has. Yeah, that's something I've always believed is just like uh be your own radio man like people bitch so much about what they uh can and cannot and we're not allowed to do and what outlets won't put them on and one of the reasons that we started the podcast is because i'm not waiting for someone to put me on necessarily i'm not you know we have shit to say we think we're entertaining we think we can create a product and we put in the work to do it and you know i i feel like that's what what matters the most not necessarily waiting for someone to do this right you know um now i know it's easier said than done when we're talking about like a movie or something like that you know obviously everyone can't make a movie but i don't know that four color girls needs a cgi treatment i don't know that it needs an all-star cast i'm really surprised that no one else has done something similar or tried to uh because people on youtube man they don't go get licensing and all they just do shit Right, you know, so yep. even if it's not four color girls by name, maybe you fucking come up with your own shit, man. Maybe it's uh some shit you wrote yourself, something you know inspired for, by it. But I feel like people should stop feeling like victims and stop feeling like they're powerless and start getting out here and creating shit, man. Create your own music. You think music is whack and you you're musically inclined? Make better music. Yeah. Make me want to listen to you more than I want to listen to whatever the fuck thing that you don't like you yes know? and 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 when we were talking about internet and how internet is affecting things one beautiful thing about the internet is that it allows you to do things at a low to no cost on mm. actually like you like we can podcast and spreecast you can go on youtube you can post up you can do things and literally make more money than you ever can going through a bigger genre and i think a lot of people's hang-ups is that they feel like they have to go through the radio they feel like they have to go through satellite they feel right. like they have to use more traditional forms so one good thing that i love about the internet the internet says fuck that everybody got a voice everybody can be out here if you got a microphone and the red button the, the click that says on you got a platform and really going back to the just the movie thing with tyler perry life just isn't that cut and dry people no it's not like i don't like do y'all expect her not to pay her bills because she's waiting on the right black director female to come forward and completely understand her vision and get this out here because so like people do shit for money yes they do people have these things called bills it just doesn't always work out where it's just gonna be like and the perfect person got the part and the perfect like a lot of times it's like yeah um 
maybe uh someone would have did a better job but denzel signed up to do this movie so that's who the fuck we rolling with you know uh peyton writes in he says um i've been playing arkham city a lot lately uh, as i mentioned on the show i've been playing it a lot too i recently noticed that one of the guys beating one of the political prisoners keeps calling the guy little girl yeah i noticed that too i I actually just saved that dude's life a couple days ago and inside of arkham Uh Arkham city is like a it's like if manhattan became a prison and was fenced out for the rest of new york city right so basically uh i as batman is just roaming around the city you can hear certain things and conversations and they have political prisoners quote unquote which are like people that shouldn't be in prison and not hardened prisoners but these gang members and stuff beat them up and like harass them and make them do stuff and so one of them was yeah i heard this conversation just keeps calling the guy like take this little girl you're gonna give me what i want little girl and it's like hmm what is he talking about he said he also keeps telling him to do what i tell you it made me think he was about to rape that political prisoner uh peyton it says and i, I think yeah <laughs> think batman stopped the rape in progress yes so. he did lucky for him i didn't pass on that mission to go fight joker i was like uh i'll stop this guy <laughs> it would have been funny though if it during that part uh <laughs> more uh morgan freeman came on or some shit and, uh, and that day Andy fought the good fight but he didn't quite win <laughs> right. he got ass raped but if only batman would have saved him <laughs> batman had too much shit to do um <laughs> all right black pope this is from uh, my man in the bleachers uh he says rod and karen as much as i'd love to see a black guy like the american guy you describe be pope (laughs) the best they'll get is an african which means widespread proliferation of nigerian email scams this time rooted in the vatican oh lord so racist they be yelling at each other that no Oh, and the Catholics do have fish fries every Friday. It's a long-standing tradition. More focused on the Mid-Atlantic and New England regions where Catholicism is more prevalent. You don't see them in the South because Catholics aren't as commonplace. I know basically everything about white people. You're welcome. Well, thank you oh, very thank much. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't know they were fish fries. I knew that they... No, what kind of fish they use? Come on yeah, now. I knew they, they had cod. Right. They use, you know... They, they they're not using no catfish. I need photographic no right. I need photographic evidence. No flounder. Right. Because here's what now maybe Mike doesn't know enough about black people. They're using group ranking. Right. Mm-hmm. Mike might not know enough about black people here, so I'm gonna cut him some slack. But this is what I mean by fish fry. Uh I'm talking about two pieces of white bread and a big ass catfish, bone still in it. Yeah. Slapped in between those two pieces of right right bread with coleslaw and pinto bean and no baked baked beans. I'm sorry, baked beans. Yeah. Right, and they call that a fish sandwich. It's a fish fry. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And they took potatoes and chopped them up and fried them on the side. That's, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking about just uh you know some fried cod or some flounder. I'm talking about or some fried salmon. Mm-mm. I'm talking about a fish fry. Like mm-hmm. you get a plate, and if it's to go, they don't put it in a box. They take another paper plate, put it on top of your shit, and take that shit closed. That's a to-go plate at a f- black fish fry. Okay? Yeah, and and my thing is that it's a black fish fry. Tartar sauce, fuck tartar sauce. It's either mustard or hot sauce. Yeah, so if they doing that, then I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. But I got a feeling that they are not. I got a feeling they using forks mm-hmm. and eating off fine china and uh, eating fish that's probably not even, it's probably baked and shit. Hell 
yeah. Yeah. I need then, some proof. Then they'll ask you, do you want sweet tea with it? Mm-mm. Uh, he also goes on to say, Rod, your Valentine's game was on point. Thank you, brother. These dudes, most dudes, need to take notes on that. Dudes out here acting tough like they aren't scared of chicks, like they don't have trouble creating organic conversations out of nothing. Dudes talking mad tough, but they need their friends to, quote unquote, put them on. Or they spend time trying to get one girl to hook them up with her with her friend. That's true. A lot of dudes use that ta- technique. I understand I'm spoiled. My life is not like most folks. Captain of the football team, straight A's kid who dated the two hottest girls in high school, then moved on to one of the most popular players on my team in college and who also worked part time at everyone's favorite bar. I've led a very privileged life where confidence was never an issue and hearing no from girls never crossed my mind. You and Ben Roethlisberger, man. That ain't most dudes. (laughs) That ain't most dudes. Most dudes are scared as hell of no, and they need to take your advice. Take that damn advice, dudes. It is true, though. Seriously, uh, no, I'll just decide. Um, no is a scary thing for a lot of dudes. Like, uh, it's funny because people talk about women can't handle rejection. Dudes can't handle rejection either. No one can handle rejection. But it's just our society has kind of placed dudes in this role where you need to be the pursuer. So, you're gonna have to handle being rejected uh, all the time any chick that says no that's a rejection so uh there is a fear of it and i think that that's why a lot of these people uh don't even ask people out you know in general not even on some internet twitter shit but just in general every dude knows a chick that he would like to ask out and he won't you know every single dude anyway or or either you had to do like your boy at college be like hey 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 you no fuck you bitch hey hey hey, you no fuck you bitch you know you end up dealing with that crazy motherfucker you right okay but at least he was asking that's what i'm saying he was in his own way crazy ass domestic violence james slim was fucking more uh you know bold than a lot of dudes there's a lot True. of dudes that walk, watch that girl walk by they would have loved to find a way to say something uh to even you know get their the name out there and they don't and i'm saying february 12th is the day that's the day you need to have courage because she'll never have lower standards for an entire year so start there and work your way up <clears throat> uh if some dude ain't, if some girl ain't never asked you out, schedule a date with you in advance because she knew you had a date with the with the girl you were at the bar with that day. Then you're not in a position to turn this advice down. You hear that, guys? Fell just talking to you. Now, enough of me bragging. Although I am awesome as shit, I could definitely keep this going for hours. But on to something. But on to you, something you mentioned in reference to fans and music. Entitled is the word you use, and I loved it. People kick the word entitled around to describe musicians, actors, and athletes all the time. Yet the true folks who are entitled are the fans. I agree, Mm -hmm. man. I agree. Mm -hmm. They act like music or sports owes them something. That's because they have a Facebook page or follow someone on Twitter that entitles them to something more than being just onlookers. They act like they know people. They act like they have some ownership over the artist or athlete. It's sad. Much like sports and music, fans are the worst part of it all. Yeah, man, it really is weird, dude, to see people do that. Yeah, they act like they throw a couple of dollars towards something. All of a sudden, they can dictate and tell you what you can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. I do love the Grammys. I know I'm in the minority of uh, the Black Outtips listenership, but for me, I'm a fan. But I've also got a wider musical palette than most of us. Yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, and I don't trap this as a badge of honor or pride. I have very limited musical taste, and I don't want to grow it. Like... There's more than enough hip hop to satisfy my ass 
forever <laughs> true they can stop making hip-hop today and i still have more hip-hop than i will ever be yeah, able to get to there's always some shit you can find yeah there's always an artist where i'm like fuck i need to sit down with that mikey yeah. halstead and, and, and i'm not gonna lie it is some music i i just ain't gonna listen to all jokes aside i you know i I don't care who the next you know pop jazz musician is i, I don't care who the next heavy metal person is there's some music genres and i know what's out there it just happened not to be my personal preference so i don't go seeking it and i don't go looking for yeah it. i keep my white music to top 40s hits only <laughs> i was pumped for the black keys disappointed florence and the machine didn't win glad to see the host say the same things that's right rod i'm a fashion savvy dude who cooks makes my girlfriend lunch every day and does all the laundry i'm progressive as hell dude the cavemen can keep their gender roles NK women, uh, we, me and Mike were on Twitter and some girl hit us up telling us like, if a man better ask her on a date, a woman should never have to ask someone to go out on a date. And I was like, uh, way to take my point on uh, and run all the way to fuck over it to the other side where I don't agree with that shit either. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> it's like, uh, a woman should never have to ask a man out. She can if she want to. Yes, she can you know anyway it's snowing today enjoy that because i'm scared already i'm gonna head to the store get some stuff for chili hot wings and good lounging food love peace and hair grease keep up the awesome work jesus christ is my nigga felder out <laughs> that shit ain't gonna stick you know we in charlotte north carolina yeah terry writes in podcast fm good morning rod and karen i hope you enjoyed your post valentine's day festivities candy sales and the like Right now, I'm tuning into Mr. Moody's Fuck Valentine's episode. Since discovering the podcasting uh, world, the only AM FM radio I own now is the battery powered type, battery powered type to, for use in emergencies. Because you know, South Florida is good for catching a tropical storm, hurricane, or two, amongst other things. Yeah, oh Florida. <laughs> yes, it is. A lot of other things. Even the two radio shows I used to listen to on the radio are available as a podcast, so I just do that instead. No more six-minute radio commercials, and I get to be my own program director. We have similar tastes, so you mentioning Mr. Moody's podcast is enough reason for me to subscribe. However, after hearing, don't cook for your lady because it's Valentine's, you stupid-ass nigga. That's it. I was all in on his show from that point. He's very pragmatic and entertaining. Holidays truly are bullshit. It's all commercialized. December 25th is Jesus' birthday. Shit. No proof of that, but to each his own. I had a spontaneous thought when I was went to the grocery store shopping on Valentine's Day, so I slid over to the greeting card section after waiting through p- pathetic yet funny men buying last-minute Valentine's cards and other accessories. I noticed that there's no in-between Valentine's Day card for the jump-offs. Either it's you're the love of my ah. life, either it's you're the love of my life, or a family theme. Oh, poor jump offs, LOL. Well, why would you get a, you know, I don't know what y'all be doing for these women that y'all call jump offs, but like, what would y'all get them for Valentine's Day? Like, why get them anything? Seems like you're promoting the wrong shit. And then y'all wonder why they like stab your ass you got or feelings call in. your wife and fuck everything up. It's like, cause you seem like you, you were interested in more. Side of your house. Yeah, anyway, good luck with that. One last thing. One last thing. So Andrea knows where the prison is, sees how crazy the governor is, yet she still chooses to stay? Word? I don't know that she knows where the prison is, but... No. No, 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 she don't. She don't. No. She's never been, and I don't know that they told her. She's never even got to talk to Rick and those guys. Nope. She didn't even... We didn't even find out till last episode. She didn't even know that they were the people that broke in. Right. 
word not only that but the residents would rather go out in the wild now on some silly revolt type shit yeah that part was a little far-fetched with the people were like let us out of here it's like one zombie attacking everybody thinks they can go make it out in the big world like shut up you guys will be fucking zombies by noon of course they demanded to know where the governor is but after 30 second rally the truth speech everything is all good people are happy no one demands to speak to the governor anymore come on son tighten up writers and kill andrea pretty please later special ops no don't kill andrea and, yeah, i like uh, andrea a lot man and uh also to an extent i kind of understand that because when people are fearful they're like hey fuck this what's happening here is not cool we gotta get the fuck out of here yeah i do think the idea of one speech like straightening andrea out to be like oh you know what uh andrea gave a speech everybody let's just stay i do think that was kind of some bullshit but of course but i don't mind i I love the show and uh i'll take the good and the bad uh i thought that episode was okay you know uh but i was just happy to have my show back so yes we'll see how it ties into the other stuff coming later all right man uh we're out of here for today um uh, thank you guys very much uh we appreciate it tomorrow's guest will be nick jew, the, the jew in studio my favorite jew live 10 a.m tomorrow morning uh hopefully we'll see you there um and uh if not hear us in podcast land whatnot uh or maybe you'll stop listening because you hate my voice that's fine too that's oh fine. yeah you uh you hate my voice right yeah karen my, or my you mother. act like i don't exist and you know what rod you know it's the rod 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 show that's true this is true um anyway baby uh until tomorrow i love you i love you too baby Mwah. smooth out we out the r&b Mercy. come on Mercy. come on y'all Mercy. come on there's no r&b Mercy. in this song now come along my children come along come along my children come along Come along, my children, come along. There's no harmony in this song. Pushed up a dame by the name of Crystal. A flunk was to the point as like a missile. An avid with ears, kitted with gold mags. Since she fancy facial hair, she asked my name. Now ever so fab, I said, I'm wild. Most wild who used to run tough with koala. She was a winner worth buying dinner yes, for, and sorry. she knew that. I said, I'm going to beat your mouth. She said, you do that. Uh-huh. Now, Christmas style, the chief, I think I'm half She used to have a man with lots of math signs. Her strength was guaranteed to make a gay smile, and in bed she had proven to be real agile. I showed her to a lounge, and I dined her. Then she gave me some dishes where I could find her. I licked her like a stamp, later sticked her like a champ, but the... I had to go see the doctor. Well, it was 30 after 9 and I was lounging. Token on some smoke as I was pounding. I rang up 7 up so we could skip to the mall. Figured a good day to shop, but then we got stopped. I shoot a message, yo, well, it's just stick a whole lot of dope was about to kick up. I had screens in my pocket And man, tonight's my date with Smokey Sue Now what was I to do? In my head I'm thinking, should I dodge the bullets? Man, this kid is bluffing, you can pull it I feared the whole scene The shooter didn't bluff Now look at me now He shot my ass dead Yeah You should know.
Jason, let's get in the van. But I did, so get in the fucking van.